Welcome to Breaking Barriers. You know your path. We know the obstacles. And we can teach you how to tear them down. And now your host, CEO and founder of Adapting Social, John Vigero. I checked to make sure this was still happening. I think it just kept kicking me off. So. <laughs> how are you guys making out during all this uh, shit? Honestly, I am so fucking annoyed and sick of this thing. <laughs> like, oh. I, I, I'm positive everything's great and awesome, but like, I'm so ready for life to go back to normal. And it's raining here. It's like pouring rain. It's so annoying. Where, where are you guys right now? New Hampshire, in the oh, middle nice. of nowhere. Nice, nice. So you guys are yeah. all good. You guys are healthy. You know, safe. I mean, physically healthy. Yes, mentally healthy. Different story, I guess. Yeah, I bet. Especially when you're always so used to running and stuff. How's yeah. how's Amelia's uh, book doing? Uh, I have no idea. Um, it did well the first week, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, and I don't know. I don't know how it's done since then. I mean, we see on social everyone tagging themselves right. and reading it and stuff. It's it's tricky because children's books, you know, are like there's no audio book component to it, right? Obviously, right. and it's not a great like you don't buy children's book as like an ebook. Right. So it's really all about the physical copy. Um, so that you can read to your kids and your kids can play with it and you can have it in their kid's bedroom and, and whatnot. So it's very much like one of those assets that is really sold, um, you know, in bookstores. Right. And when you remove bookstores and the ability to go shopping, then you just got to yeah. be like, yeah. And you know, I don't know. So I think it'll really pick up hopefully around like mother's day and stuff, assuming we're out of quarantine by then. But at this point, who knows? Yeah, seriously, man. I, I actually, the reason why I was asking, cause uh, my, my cousin who actually is the person who's my podcast director, she, uh, I told her her son is my godson. So I told her I was getting her a book. And so yeah. she's like, Oh, you gotta get me Ryan Sutterhand's wife's book. And I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. So I was just curious how it was going. So we can still buy that off Amazon and stuff though. Right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, for sure. Anywhere. Cool. So there. Yeah. Cool, man. So listen, so diving, so diving in, man, listen, um, I have real estate agent clients, developers that are my clients for my marketing agency. And, you know, right now more than ever, they're like, Hey, you know, what's advice, you know, who are your top clients saying, or what are your top people saying in real estate? So I wanted to go right to you right to the top and, you know, have you on this podcast. I know obviously you have a course that's out that people during this time can brush up, you know, their, their skills, you know, what they need to yeah. learn to get back stronger. So I just wanted to have you on. You're you're a freaking dominant hustler, you know, and you're really like an entrepreneur um, in the real estate segment. You know, you treat it like a business completely. I know a lot of agents that that are like part time or don't do it as as aggressively as you do. You run it like a complete and utter business. So I just I wanted yeah. to kick off. Um, you know, right now during this time, like what what are you doing? to keep yourself, you know, out there in front of your prospective clients and things like that. Are you in that mode where you're still like in hunter mode or are you just in like follow up with clients and like be a part of like, you know, just, just being there for the current clients? Um, it's a little bit of both, you know, I, I mean, my days haven't really changed. You know, I'm in New Hampshire, I'm not in Manhattan, but I, I wake up early. I work out early, not in my regular gym. I work out like either on a pad or I run around a lake. Right. Um, and you know, I'm at work the same amount of hours. I don't have dinner meetings, which is, which is fine by me. Um, but I'm in, you know, all of my physical meetings have turned into zoom calls. You know, all my, a lot of my personal meetings have turned into phone calls. Um, a lot of it is, you know, keeping 
existing business intact. So all of our developers making sure they're okay, right? you know, keeping things in motion, any contracts we had signed prior to this, making sure we can get them closed, anything that we had out, you know, if people get nervous, just holding their hands and walking them through. I'm not hunting in the sense that we're pressuring anybody. We're not being aggressive with anybody. We're just really focusing on, on, you know, everyone's physical health, mental health. A lot of our work is on ourselves as agents. Like when, even in 2008, we didn't have this, you know, even in 2001, we didn't have this, you know, where, where literally in the middle of the spring selling season, the government mandated that you stay at home and focus on yourself. (laughs) Like, you know, and Oh, by the way, um, we're going to pay you a little bit, right? Because now for the first time, independent contractors can file for unemployment. Right. So, so you're either collecting unemployment, if you can get in and sign up, it's hard, um, or taking advantage of any of the other programs that they rolled out within like weeks of inventing them, which is just crazy. Um, and sit there and focus on your business and focus on the current clients. Like literally we're doing things as simple as You know, if you've never set up a CRM, set up a CRM. If your contacts are a mess in your phone, clean them up. Mm. If you haven't talked to any of your clients you worked with last year, pick up the phone, email them, talk to them. Everyone's home. It's not like anyone's traveling. Right. Everyone's home, right? Everyone has the ability to talk to you right now. There's nothing nothing they can do about it. Um, You know, we're coming up with like to-do lists. This morning I went through with my team on our our morning call. You know, everybody should have a to-do list um for that i'm calling the the aql aql after quarantine list so Mm. make a to-do list for everything you want to do after quarantine so that when this comes back you're not sitting there at the desk saying all right what am i going to do what's what's the plan i should i don't have any appointments life is over like no you just set up for a month or two months a whole after quarantine list of things that you want to do with every single one of your clients so we're we're coming up with a lot of different ways to stay productive um, and stay busy, and it's it's been good. It's annoying, but it's good. Are you are you staying like are, are do you have clients that are still like buying and doing shit right now? Um, yeah, fortunately we do. Um, we have uh, clients that are in contract that have to close, so they are closing. Good. You know, we have clients who still listen. At the end of the day, like they're smart. They know this isn't going to be forever, and they know the home they're buying. Their plan is to be in it for twenty years, so. You know, whether they buy it now or buy it in six months, if they can use this time to negotiate a better deal, why not? So a lot of our work has been renegotiating. It's just been like, hey, I know I'm supposed to sign a contract, um, but I don't want to anymore. Here's my new price. And then talking to the seller and saying, listen, you either take this deal that's on the table right now and have a buyer in place or we roll the dice and see when we can ever actually even physically show the home again. That might not be until the summer. And even then... Are people going to want to go to open houses again? Is that is that not going to be till the fall? What if this thing comes back? What if it's you know it goes away for the summer and then comes back with a vengeance in the fall because we still don't have a vaccine? Like right. are sellers really going to still want people to be in their homes? Or right. do you want to have thirty people show up on a Sunday and use your bathroom? Right. Like are we going to all have those bracelets? You know, <laughs> like from that movie Contagion. Like I don't like the world is. We gotta figure out what a what a post corona world looks like before people will really feel comfortable kind of going back to work and buying and selling homes. But thankfully we do have some people who are. Do you have a do you have like a your own fantasy of what that looks like post? Like have you already like imagined like what that looks like? Like no more handshakes or like high fives or like 
Like, like, what is is it a virtual like crazy like Ryan Serhant like you know like open house like like where like has your mind already gone there? I mean, kind of. You know, it's a little. It's so weird. Like, it, my business is different from a lot of other people's businesses, right? Like, my business, the real estate side of it, anyway, is is it's so physical. Like, right. I can do all the Instagram lives and all the the Zoom meetings and all the live virtual open houses I want, but right. No one's buying a home for their family and their pregnant wife that they can't go see. <laughs> like, you know, investors right. might sure. Why not? If the rental income's good and it's got a good lease attached to it and everything's there, then, then okay. But, um, you know, our business is very physical. It's very in-person, which is why my life is spent, like, running all over New York City all day long. You and Yuri, right? It's the biggest change for me. Like, I, don't, I don't work from home ever. <laughs> what? I said you and Yuri, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so I, I think there will be a bigger virtual part to it. I think more than anything, what's going to come from this is that people will just be more prepared for the next one. Right. Right. You'll have, you know, like we will, we will budget in for every listing that we will, no matter what, we'll have photos and video. Like, you know, cause right now we get video of a lot of our listings. We don't get it for all of them. Right. After this, we're probably going to be forced to get video for all of them just in case. Yes. And every seller is going to want it. Right. You know, they're just going to want to make sure, um, which I think is fine. I think a lot of our meetings are going to go virtual, which will be great and be efficient. Um, I think the people that will be affected the most in the brokerage business are going to be the office brokers. Like what, you know, what does that market even look like after this? Especially if a company realizes that half of their workforce actually was even more productive working from home. I know, like, man. That's been like really fucking with me. <laughs> it's like, what's the yeah. purpose of having an office space and spending all that money on an office space when like, everybody's dominating their PJs and you don't have to worry about, you know, 10, 20, whatever thousand dollars of rent. Yeah, exactly. Unless you're, you know, for us, our offices are client facing. So they're kind of important and they're important for agents. But like, I don't know, man, it's, it'll, it, it, it'll be weird. It'll be weird to see kind of where we come out of this. So, so one of the thing, one of the reasons, and this is a big reason why I like was super big on getting you in for, um, my, uh, my, um, uh, my adapt and grow event as my keynote speaker is that like, I've been a massive million dollars in New York fan. You know, my mom got me hooked on it from, you know, when I was like, when you guys first started it and yeah. I don't really watch TV, but I liked the deal making. I loved like the fact that it was like fun, good personality. But one of the things that like, I just want like to convey, and that was the biggest reason why I wanted to have you at adapt and grow is that a lot of people, when I meet them, like that are my clients all over the world, and then are like, oh my God, like what was Ryan like? Like, does is he all just TV? And then like he has like everyone else just do work for him, like outside of it. And I'm like, no, this guy like answers fucking IG DMs. Like he's like answering emails like from random people like myself all the time. Like, so like I just have such respect for your work ethic. So like what what yeah. can you say to these people out there? And I'm not even gonna go through like the agent just scope, like just for people out there, because like I think that you are specifically one of the hardest workers that I personally have ever met. And I'm just curious on like how you developed that work ethic that you actually have because you're a fucking animal. I mean, you see it on TV, but then also I see it like the day you came to the adapt and grow event, like you had like 12 like deals you were doing in your car, ran on stage, we did, we did one on stage, yeah. literally one on stage. Then you popped off and went back at it. So like, how, like just first off, how did you develop that work ethic? 
Dude, so funny that that deal that we did on stage, like the day he signed that contract and called me. Remember? Yes. He was like, uh, yes. Uh, he was like, I'm trusting you. Is this a good deal? That was that was the biggest sale in the Hamptons for 2019. Wow. Let's yeah, go. Hold on. Yeah, was, Hold on. That's 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 we gotta drop that. <laughs> that was uh, it was 40 40 million dollars, and we did it on stage together. That was so wild. I got um, I got two. I got no joke. I got close to like maybe like 50 emails after that event that was like was that call manufactured was like was that real and i was like that was yeah. fucking real we didn't talk about that like, that was a real yeah, no, fucking no, no. Thing. and i didn't i didn't want to do it on on so on, on the stage either but that deal that guy that buyer like he is so hard for me to get in touch with right like impossible to find that when he calls me you pick up the phone like i don't care i could have been like in bed underwater like literally dying and i'd be like god hold on one second you know and like you you do that call so uh, but listen regarding hard work like i don't know it's it's been in my it's been in my blood forever and i think you have two types of people out there in the world you you have people who want more and you have people who are okay with being okay right you know and i even see it in my own friends group like I got people who are totally okay with quarantine. Like, yeah, it's annoying. It sucks. But, like, they're fine, man. Like, right. they can watch TV, hang out. And then you've got the other group of people who are like, yeah, dude, I can watch TV whenever the fuck I want, man. Like, I have big plans for 2020. You know, I have dreams for this year. I wanted to start the decade off right. That's what we talked about. Right. You know, I don't want any setbacks. I want to get back to work. I want to make money. I want a bigger lifestyle. I want a cool house. I want this. I want things. Mm -hmm. Um and that's always been kind of the way I've operated. Like, and you know, no one's ever given me anything. So I didn't know how to get anything unless I went and just sort of figured out how to get it. And so, I love you know, I, I just, I try to take advantage of every opportunity I have. So like, you know, real estate led to the TV show, the TV show led to the book, you know, the book led to the course, you know, and the course has become such a huge part of our business now. And we're going to keep growing that. And that's all leading to the second book, which is going to lead to the spinoff show and, like, why not? You know, I don't have to do all this stuff. I could totally just chill and watch TV all day. Right. Like, before I know it, I'm going to be dead. Like, that's, right. you know, I think I think those two types of people also have a very different relationship with death. I think the people who are okay with being okay, they feel like death is, you know, is just, it's way off in the future and in the distance. And I think the rest of us know that it can happen every day. Right. You know, and every time I turn on CNN, I see body bags in Manhattan now. Like, what in the shit? I know. Like, it's just, it's so, if this time doesn't show you anything other than the 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 reality of your own mortality, then, like, I don't know what else it's going to show you. Um, especially for, you especially know, like, for, like, the, the nurses. Like, I have, like, family and, like, friends that are nurses. And, like, the, like, the, the conversations that have to happen right now, like, on that topic, it's, like, my cousin told me that there was, like, a 90-year-old man. And because like they're because they are not allowing if you have underlying issues or if you're old, like they're not giving you a ventilator if they don't have them. They need to save people who they think they can actually save. So yeah. my cousin was in the was in the room for a conversation with one of the doctors that was like, You're gonna die tonight. Like they straight up told that nine year old man, like, you're gonna die tonight. And like to your point, like when he told me that, I was in a funk ride for like no joke, like a full two days. Just like thinking about number one, feeling bad for that guy, but on top of that, just like shit. Like if I was delivered that news right now, like, like wh how would I react to that? Like how would I take that? Like, and the dude's response was just like, okay, like what? Like what do you what do you fucking say to that? I don't know. 
I guess when you're 90, it's different because you, you're going to feel like you lived a full life. But I don't know, like for, for all of us, right? Like you, you have to operate every day as if it's your last. And it's so cliche to say that, but it's, it's true. Like any, any successful person I look at, you know, who works their ass off, they're working their ass off every day to make the most of every single minute they have during that day because who knows what could happen tomorrow. Right. They could have a heart attack tonight. They could get hit by a bus tomorrow. The market could crash. Coronavirus could show up. Like, you don't know. And that doesn't mean you have to be like a fear monger where you're just terrified and nervous all the time. Like, no, you still have to enjoy your life. But you have to make the most of it. And just the best part about 2020 is what it's also showing us is you can do whatever you want from from the comfort of your own home right to make a difference and to make moves and to build business and to meet new people like i've been telling a lot of real estate agents they're like well i don't know how to meet new people i'm stuck at home i'm like okay go on facebook look around your community see what kind of groups exist in your community on facebook for things that you like where you have things in common with if nothing exists create one like if you do crossfit and you live in dublin new hampshire and you think there's other people in Dublin that would like CrossFit, start a Facebook group for it, send an email out, call up some people that you've seen in the gym before, ask them to join it, and then ask them to invite three other people each. Now all of a sudden, you're gonna be a community leader for your little mini community, and you're gonna meet all these new people, so once coronavirus is all over, you're gonna be able to have this whole new group of people, even if it's just 12 fucking people, (laughs) that you're gonna go and meet with, Talk to 12 people that you never knew before who have something in common with you. And once they're all ready to sell their home, you're going to be the one they go to because you started this thing during a really, really tough time for everybody. Right. Like, why not just do that? And everyone's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't think about it, bro. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> but you know what, though? I think, I think it's partially I didn't think about it, bro. And also, like, it's, it's initiative. Like, like go just, – just do it. It takes two seconds. Like a lot of my clients, Ryan, like, that's what we're doing. Like we have gym clients that are like – fuck, like I have all these members, you know, they're going to stop paying, but you can create virtual work in your freaking PJs at home and do the same yeah. workouts, you know, whatever, like from... That's what I've been doing. Yeah. I, I've been doing 7 a.m. because uh, she won't wake up at 6, but 7 a.m. our trainer does like these group FaceTime workouts and it's so much better than having to work out by myself. Right. I hate it. Do you do you still with Dog Pound? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so I'll like, I'll, I'll run on some days, but Monday, Wednesday, Friday right now we're still doing our our kind of classes that we normally do, right. except it's just body weight terribleness, awful. <laughs> body, body weight workouts are just the god awful worst. They are. Like, I, I miss weights so bad, and like <laughs> people, it's just ridiculous. So, what has been what has been your current morning like routine, like to set yourself up for success during you know your quarantine life right now? Because I know, like, my back in your is, normal life, like, again, like, you're up early as fuck in the gym, like, doing your thing, like, right into the work. Like, what does that look like right now? Is it the same thing? Um, my routine hasn't really changed. I just don't – I don't wake up as early. So I've been going to bed an hour later and waking up an hour later. So I wake up at, like, 6 now, um, and I'll either go for a run or work out at that time just because it doesn't make – it makes no sense for me to, like, run around in the pitch black <laughs> – around a lake with no lights, you know right, what I mean? Like I need right. a little bit of sunlight. Um, yeah, like a bear following I, you. Yeah, and then I go into my home office for the entire day. Like it's, there's no difference. The, the biggest difference for me is I get to see the baby and my wife a little bit more because they'll come over for lunch or right. they'll go for walks and I'll see them. Or if I've got a conference call that I can do from my phone, I'll take the baby for a walk on the conference call. Um, and then I don't have dinner meetings anymore, which is great. So my days end earlier, right. um, a little bit anyway. 
And then I go and hang out with the fam. And so other than that, like my morning routine and the structure of my day is, is the same. I still follow the calendar. I'm booked all day long. Like I've got, you know, your, your 25 minutes in my calendar, right. you know, every other minute has been calendared today. It's just another busy Monday, just a little bit different. Right. So, all right. So since we're getting near the end here, one of the things that I want to ask you is, you know, how, like, and I'm, this is actually a, a John like fan of Ryan Saran question. Like, what is the legacy that you want to leave behind? So when it's your time, you know, and you are still dominating real estate or whatever else happens in your next ventures, like, what is the actual legacy you want to leave behind? What will that, what will that plot say? Oh my God. (laughs) Uh, I, I mean, it probably goes along the lines of, of hard work. You know, I think it, I think it should be something along the lines of like, you know, a that guy started with nothing and built something for everybody using his own ingenuity and hard work and skill, and we're all going to carry on, you know, in his honor type thing. I guess that would be cool. <laughs> I um, love it. But I'm also working to change the face of sales, right? Like I, you know, before I got into this business, if you said salesperson, you were like gross. Right. <laughs> and now, like, I've really worked both with the book and the course and the TV shows and everything we do to for anybody that I know or listen to or who follows my stuff. You know, the face of sales is different. Right. We're all the face of sales. Everyone's selling all the time. And it's all OK. Right. And if you know how to sell. Right. You can lead a better lifestyle. And that's OK. Right. Um, you know, and, you know, we're structuring our business in a way that we are, you know, really building it out for 2030 more so than we are for 2020. So it's been interesting to have this kind of downtime, uh, quarantine time to really, really focus on what we're going to do after quarantine. Right. So you're living that far in the future right now. You're building for 10 years down the road right now. Yeah, because I can't really – listen, my whole life is is in motion. Like, right. I, you know, whatever happens tomorrow is going to happen tomorrow. Whatever is going to happen in the summer, not really up to me. You know, right. like I – you know, my, my life isn't going to change drastically unless somebody else wants to change it. And I can't really control that. Of course. You know, like I got to meet as many people as I can and work my ass off. That's fine. But like you can change the trajectory of a decade. It's very hard to change the trajectory, you know, career wise for anything shorter than that. So if I put things into motion now, I want to be in a position where, you know, we are the best at what we're doing by 2030 and where the market's going to be in 2030. Like, the market in 2030 is going to be way more virtual than it is now. Mm-hmm. We're all going to look back to this time. Like, wow, COVID really showed us this, and now we're all doing it. Crazy, 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 crazy. Right. Um, you know, so we'll we'll keep all this stuff in mind. Sweet, man. Listen, first off, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate you. I'm glad your family's healthy. Um, of course, you too. Can you also, real quick, just plug, obviously, for anybody, because people listening from Australia, UK, as well as United States, um, any agents or people out there who are just in sales mode, right? That want to become a better salesperson. Where can they find you? How can they approach you? I know you have courses and things like that. This is where you hashtag plug yourself. Yeah, I mean, people can find me anywhere: Instagram, Facebook, uh, you know, Twitter, TikTok, everywhere at Ryan Serhant. Um, but for any agents or salespeople out there in general who are listening, whether you sell insurance, ads, advertising, your marketing, real estate. The sales course has been huge since this started because people are really kind of going back to basics and learning how to sell themselves, how to structure their day, how to set themselves up to be their own CEO, CFO, and COO 
and you can find the course at ryansirhant.com slash course. Boom. And also check out his YouTube channel. It's fucking fire. That video you guys just posted on New York to IG yeah. and all those places, that was, there was people on my staff because I shared it with my, my, my entire staff and yeah. I had people crying. Like we were watching it and reactions like, dude, fire content you guys put out. So guys, follow him on there as well. Um, and again, Ryan, thank That's you awesome. so much, brother. Seriously, I appreciate you and your time so much today. Of course, dude. I'll talk to you later. All right. Take care, Ryan. All right. Bye. Bye.